You know, how blessed are you guys that week in and week out, you get to hear a little bit of my musical genius, you know? I mean, yeah, I get it. Brandy's from the musical family and everyone's so good. But did you know the chops on your boy? Come, 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 chameleon. Let's call Brandy. Let's call Brandy. Come, 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 chameleon. I was, uh, I was just, I was just serenading the wife tears with a little bit of, uh, come, 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 chameleon. You know that song? Mm, it doesn't sound familiar. Really? You never heard that song before? Dude, I'm just fucking cool, bro. You don't even uh -huh. know. You know, you sure. think you think because you're a Cyrus, you guys are automatically <laughs> cool. But have you ever have you ever sat back and th thought to yourself, God, Wells is fucking cool. You know, I was thinking it last night until they cut you out of oh. both episodes this week i think you had one line yeah let's not i mean i don't even want to get into that um so you're just so cool they can't put you on tv i guess yeah you know that's hurtful you know i wasn't coming at you like that yeah you were no, i wasn't i was i was saying that you guys are you you're, think is you're a cyrus that you're cooler than everybody no i said because you are but have you ever don't dish it out if you can't take it out. <laughs> not, i wasn't dogging on you i was just saying uh -huh. do you realize how cool i am sometimes and then you had to go low you had to go with the low blow gotta and you know what now this is what you get this is what you get because of it I've never heard this song in my whole life. Fucking Culture Club, dude! Boy George! Okay, that's crazy. You've never heard of Karma Chameleon by Culture Club. You should play that the next time you go I spin the discs. Spin vibe. the ones and twos. No, no. It's everyone's. No, it's not, I mean, it's it, not my vibe. It could be your vibe. No, I'm not going from drop it like it's hot to that song, okay? It's not happening. It could happen, though. It's not. You know, a true artiste in the DJ world would be able to pull that like, off. You can't transition from that into, like, fight night, okay? It's just, you just can't do it. I mean, I, I you know who could do it? Blake um, Horseman would try. <laughs> No, dog. He's going straight into. If he goes from, if he goes from Karma Chameleon into Let It Go, <laughs> he probably would. Fave thing. Oh God. Uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? 
And I'm good. I got a haircut today. So. Oh, that looks nice. Yeah, thanks. I went to the, I went, I'm getting rims put on my car. What kind of rims? Like. I don't know what it's going to look like, guys. Like I'm just going <sighs> full balls to the wall. We're just going to dump a bunch of money into it, and we're just going to see oh, what happens. Boy. All right. So, yeah, but I went to the rim store. I am a car guy, but I'm like a old car guy that uses like all like the original parts and stuff. So I go in there, and it's these fucking dudes talking about like 18s on threes and fucking 150s and internet. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. And they're like, well, you got 15s on right now. If you can go up to 18s, like... Can you fucking Photoshop a picture of the tire that I like onto the car that I have so I understand what this is going to look like? And luckily, they, they can do that. And so... I was going to say, yeah, they should be able to do that. Yeah, they figured it out. Anyway, so... Um, yeah. So I'm just like... I'm just over here, like, doing, like, my own Pip My Ride. <laughs> like You I, and Tish should talk because she's currently also pimping her ride. Is she? She's going like full redneck. Do go go into Tish character and tell us what's happening as if Tish were here. All right. So I got a <laughs> forerunner. It's my dream car. <laughs> but like I want like badass tires and I want like the big rack on the front and I need the lights so that like it's it's like super like stands out and like looks badass. And I want it lifted. And I'm like, mom, that's like redneck as hell. Well, I like redneck. <laughs> All right, cool. So we got a redneck MT here. Oh, I love it, man. Hey, Mama Tish, I have a Land Cruiser. She's getting a Forerunner. I have, I have got nothing but love for that. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, Forerunners are pretty. She loves cool. it though. That's awesome. She's like, did you know that there is like a whole Forerunner like community? Like, it's a thing. Like Forerunner <laughs> off roading. Is a big thing. And I'm like, okay, cool, mom. Are you going to go off-roading with like all these fucking dudes from <laughs> Macon, Georgia? Is that what you're doing? I don't know. Like, Did you buy the car? She bought it. It's at the shop getting things done to oh, it. Yeah. And she actually get, gets here on Thursday and is picking it up. So I'll, I'll post a pic for you guys. I cannot wait to see. Does she have a name for the car? I'm not sure. I'll have to ask. She I needs to name it. I don't think so. She needs to name What's it. your car's name? My Land Cruiser's name's Jolene. Oh, and... I knew that. What's the new one's name? Well, we have a couple different options. Oh, I love this. Yeah. It's a black Mercedes Benz. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking something like June Carter because, you know, Johnny Cash is the man in black, but I, I feel like it needs to be a female name, you know? I don't know why, but guys like to name their cars girls' names. So I was, uh -huh. I went with June Carter in my family text chain, but then my sister-in-law came at me with Angela Merkel and I was like, huh? And she was like the prime minister of Germany, who's a badass bitch. And I was like, okay, hold on. That's kind of funny. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so it might be Angela Merkel or it might be June Carter. What do you like? Or just be June or Angela. I think June is better. Yeah. yeah Angela's weird. I know, but it's pretty funny. Like, it's a funnier story. Well, they both I work. mean, it is a funnier story. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Anyways. Well, good luck with that. Thanks so much. How's everything going over there in uh, Nashville? Pretty good. We've been having some phenomenal weather, I'll tell ya. You mean post-Ida? Uh, uh, yes. It rained for a hot minute, flooded a little bit. Now we've got beautiful 
dare I say, almost fall-like weather happening right now. It's a little warmer than that, but, you know, not much humidity, lots of sunshine. we got a breeze flowing. It's been great. I've been outside, like, all day, every day for three days. Very nice. Have you been anywhere? Were you anywhere? No, I've been home for a minute. Really? I've been chilling, but I'm about to get busy. Are you? Well, I'm going to Austin this weekend to play Blended Festival. Our boy, DJ Blake, will also be there. <laughs> does he? Wait, hold um, on. Is it? Does it go like did did DJ Blake, or did you do you just do that? I just do that because okay. I like to make fun of him. Okay, he'll be there too. So Austin this weekend, and then I come home and I horse show for a week. Very exciting. And then I go back to Austin for ACL because Miley's playing, and I've never been to ACL, and I really want to go. And then I come back, and uh, I actually think I'm doing a little Euro trip in October. Nice. And then I come back, and then I have another horse show. And then it's Halloween, which is my favorite holiday, which we need to start talking Halloween costumes. We do. And, and then it's fucking Christmas. I know. Well, first like, it's Sarah's birthday. Boom, boom, boom. And oh, yeah, then. Yeah, so I got to do, like, I need, and so our anniversary's coming up. Cha-ching! We, we need a sound effect for cha-ching. I'm going to put it in post. Yeah. <laughs> Anniversary is coming up. Cha-ching! And then her birthday. Birthday. Cha-ching. Cha ching And then... Christmas. Christmas. Cha-ching! Yeah. Your boy's going to be... All that money I made on Paradise could be gone, man. Out the window. Out the window in freaking diamonds and gold. Is that what you're getting her? Well, I don't, she, listen, she listens well for her birthday. <sighs> I know what she wants. She wants diamond earrings. And so I think I will do that, but I don't know if it's going to be for, because she listens to this podcast, so I don't want to ruin it. But I, so I don't know if it's going to be. She does? Yeah, she loves this podcast. Oh, by the that way, oh, I have to make an amendment. I have to make an amendment. So in the last, see, this is the problem when never let the truth get the way of a good story. I always say that, and I believe that fully, but when your fiance listens to the podcast, sometimes that doesn't work. So I did this whole bit about how, like, I think the reason why men underpack and women overpack is because men know they have to carry all their women's shit in the airport, and that's why we underpack, because we want to, we have to be able to save some strength to carry everything else. To be fair, she was like, that's bullshit. I was fine carrying my stuff. You just insisted on it, and mm -hmm. and you're right. Sarah, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And maybe this is antiquated and this is from a bygone era and I need to be more of a feminist. But if I saw a guy carrying a, just a one little roller bag carry-on and a girl and the girl he was with had like three giant suitcases, I'd be like, that guy is a piece of shit. You know? That guy belongs on Bachelor in Paradise with the other trash. Yeah. Yes, of course you said don't worry about it, but of course I'm going to because one, I'm a gentleman and a scholar and I'm chivalrous. And two, I don't want people judging me being like, look at this fucking asshole, you know, like way out kicked his coverage mm -hmm. with this fucking super successful actress and you won't even carry your bags. What a garbage human, you know? I agree with you. What a Chris or a Brendan, you know? For real. <laughs> Trash. So speaking of paradise, we probably got to get into it. Well, we should start the show first. Yeah, let's do that. Is it you or is it me? I don't know. Maybe you. All right. I think it's actually you. Oh, you mean to do it? Yeah, go for it. 
Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, you come and go. You know what's really funny is that the song is called Karma Chameleon, and for the it took me a long time to find the song because I thought it was Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. <laughs> oh God, so I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash style and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. Um, Speaking of idiots. Wow. The last two episodes, yes, you're right. They did cut me out of it, and it's fine because I know that I I think I'm a very large part of all of next week because I know what happens. Uh-huh. But who knows? Overarching thoughts on BIP this past week. The men are trash. Not all the men. All of them except Joe are trash. <laughs> I think Riley's a pretty stand-up guy. Riley's, yeah, we, my mom and I talked about that. He, for a minute there, like, I got worried that Marissa was so worried letting him go. Like, she kind of lost her shit. And I was like, is there something going on we're not seeing that's warranting her to lose her mind over this right now? But he seemed to pull it together and be good. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a couple. But for the most part, this cast, garbage. Yeah. You think Kenny's garbage? I don't think he's not garbage. <laughs> he fucked Demi like right off the just yeah, what a good boomer. Yep. Like just zero questions, just decides to sleep with the girl he doesn't know. <laughs> well, that doesn't make you it's trash. Not, not garbage. No, that just makes you a guy. Not not garbage though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is Noah trash? I don't know. I've barely heard Noah speak. Yeah. So TBD. Riley and Joe are the only non-garbage men. Yeah. Got it. Interesting. Thomas. Is Thomas trash? Trash. Is Aaron trash? Aaron's trash. He went on another date when he had <laughs> Becca Coffrin. What are you doing? James? Trash. I haven't heard him speak either, so TBD. Chris? TBD. Chris is the king of garbage. <laughs> He's the king of garbage. Actually, he and Brendan, I don't know which one's worse. I do feel like Brendan is a little more premeditated in his actions, but honestly, I don't know. And I mean, at least we know who Brendan is. I don't even know who Chris is. I've never seen him before. 
I'm serious. And he's not, at least Brendan's like, Brendan's not that hot. Like, I don't really get why everyone's obsessed with him, but like, Chris is really not hot. Like, I just, like, Jasenia <laughs> liked Chris. Like, what is Chris thinking that he's going to ditch Jasenia? She is such a catch. Like, he has no business being with a girl as hot as Jasenia, and he had Jasenia, and he's treating her like trash. I can't. Wow. So you're liking this week's episodes. I mean, I hate it because yeah. everyone sucks, but yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah. good it, TV. It got good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It got good, yeah. Who should we go in on first? Brendan, because it happened first. I mean, what are your thoughts on it? I mean, it does seem like he was just kind of like floating along with Natasha until Piper was going to get there. I'm like a little surprised at like how trashy he is, but I like we all kind of saw this coming, right? Like, yeah. I feel like everyone, including Natasha, knew something was up about him like not kissing on her and not like flirting with her and like. There was obviously something going on with him, right? Like, and Natasha knew that because the whole, you know the whole time she's been like frustrated at his lack of like pro- pro- progressing their relationship. So it's like obviously those red flags were there. So are we surprised? No. You know who I'm actually kind of surprised at is Piper. Why? Because I loved her on Matt's season. Yeah. And I think she's in it just as bad as him almost. Like, she didn't come and lead somebody on, but she was sure okay with the fact that he did. She was actually pissed at him until she found out what he was doing. And when he said, yeah, basically I've been leading on Natasha so I can stick around for you. She's like, oh, great. Okay, still love ya. Like it was, that should be a red flag. Yeah. I mean, that dinner was so funny because he was trying to dance around it. And and she and got she was pissed. and she got upset and I you knew the internal dialogue the internal monologue was like shut the fuck up I'm trying to tell you without saying it out loud so I don't look like an asshole and she like wasn't getting it and she's he's just like oh fine I'll just say it yes of course I was leading her on for you and then she was like oh thanks okay great we're good she was like oh great yeah you treated somebody else like trash awesome once he did it he was like you idiot going back to your original point we should have seen it coming is there an argument for brendan to stand on in terms of like i was never really in on natasha and you should have picked up on that and you since you didn't it's kind of on you is there okay i'm trying to see if there's any way out for this guy no there's no way out is there any way to hook up before paradise without having this happen I think the only way is if you just completely 100% come into paradise and own it Yeah, right off the bat. It's the yeah. only way. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened with Blake. He didn't own it. They tried to mm-hmm. sweep it on the rug. These situations are a little different. But here's the problem with Blake. If Blake had come in straight up honest and was like, yep, I fucked her. Yep. I fucked her. I don't know who I like. I'm still kind of open. I'm really sorry for doing that. I'm a fuck boy, but yeah, I'm working on myself. I think everyone would have been like, okay. And then they would have yeah. gone on, you know? Mm-hmm. This one's interesting because it does seem like they did a little bit of scheming beforehand. The only thing I didn't like, which was something that I didn't see, was like them kind of talking trash about Natasha on the daybed together where he he, uh-huh. he effectively said something like, well, she's got no prospects now. Like, what was yeah. she thinking? That's a really mean thing to say, especially if you have kind of manipulated someone for a while. Yeah, like, who the fuck does he think he is? I'm sorry. And then him, like, rubbing his mic. Yeah. 
You're so dumb. And talking about how many fucking followers oh, they have. Come on. We got to write a playbook for, for everyone. I should write a playbook for everyone. Here are the rules of going on The Bachelor. Never talk about your followers. Because everyone Never. knows it's part of your endgame, but it's the most mm -hmm. unattractive thing for anyone to hear because it's so unrelatable and just yeah. gross. I had like 72,000 followers when I left. Oh, oh my I God. I just felt like he showed his kind of true self when he was doing that. Me and, too. And what I didn't like about that was Piper went along with it. Because so, then it kind of showed her true colors. Because I think it like, I think any woman, I don't know. Most women, I think, would hear that and be like, that's fucked up. Hold on, pump the brakes. Don't be mean about it, you know. But she like kind of went along totally. with it. So I was just like, "Ooh, but are both of them meanies?" I think, I think so. Yeah, I think part of it with her is she's so young. Yeah. She's like twenty three or oh, something. I know, just so young. So it's bad, but it's so funny because I remember, I say, I even say something to Natasha in the in last night's episode because she's like, "Sounds like something familiar," and I'm like, "Yep, it does." Because it was a weird thing of everyone was saying this about Brendan and Piper. And then all of a sudden, it's like the Chris show. we got to get Chris out. Everyone went off on them. And I was like, wait, hold on. Is this public enemy number one? Or is Brendan and Piper public enemy number one? Natasha says it at the end of, that, of the episode last night. But she's like, cool. So we kicked one asshole out. Why are we not kicking the other asshole out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if everyone's going to stand up for Jesenia, I'm glad they did. But, like, why is no one standing up for Natasha? Yeah. I think they're going to keep it in. I, I have a long conversation with Natasha about all the stuff that's happening coming up next week. I think that the difference between the Chris and Brendan is that Chris was really in your face about it. Whereas mm -hmm. Brendan was, I guess you said it, maybe a little more calculated with it. Right. Going to the tight ass party... Which, by the way, everyone stayed back at the resort that wasn't invited, and I got everyone tanked that night, just <laughs> by the way. I think I even I honestly, got— Honestly, that party looked lame as hell. Yeah, and honestly, I think I, like, I got, I think I got my phone out and turned the music on because I was like, no, they're not filming us. It's fucking—they're out—all the camera guys are out there. So we got—we raged that night. That's so funny. Um, him making out with Alana— on the dance floor. Like, I, I'll give you, like, off the side, you guys were having a conversation and you made out. Like, I'll give you that all day. Great. Good. But doing it on the dance floor in front of everyone, it was, like, kind of performative and, like, I think he was a little drunk, if you ask me. Very possible. Yeah, it was just a bad look. It was really bad. It was like he had no remorse about it. Yeah. Like, I don't think he felt bad one bit about Jacenia doing that. Because even after he comes back, it's not like he's over there trying to apologize to her or, like, you know, like nothing. Like he's just ignoring her. It's weird. Yeah, it was tough. And then he was like, you know, I wasn't getting what I needed from you. Don't start kind of gaslighting this this poor woman after you just, yeah. you just did this. And the her. only reason he even tried to come talk to her at all is because everybody, he came over to the bar and everyone was like, hey, you need to go talk to Justinia. Oh, I know. Like you need to go say something to her. That's the only reason he even approached her. Yeah. And then he, the whole thing of like... <laughs> the date and he's like i came here to follow love and i'm gonna follow my heart and no one can say anything about it and everyone's like what the f who the fuck are you talking to right now 
That was hilarious. I say I wasn't there for that. Like I didn't know that happened. So watching it back, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> what a weird thing to do." <laughs> oh God, he's just a weirdo. Do you feel bad for Demi? Honestly, not really. No, because she caught. She went in and swooped Mari's man. Yeah. Like, Here's the thing, and you know, here's the thing. I do feel bad for Jacinia because of just how fucking disgusting he he was at that party in front of her. Like, no no woman should have to like watch their guy like do that. Like, that's just uncalled for in so many ways. However, she did ditch Ivan for Chris, so a teeny tiny part of me that is like, mm, like. You did ditch Ivan for somebody, so the fact that he's ditching you for a girl, like, is kind of karma, but it's the way he did it that was so, so bad. Like, here's the thing, girl, like, Mari came to you and was, like, pouring her heart out to you and trying to talk to you in confidence about what was going on in her relationship, and then you swoop in and have sex with her man? I don't really feel bad for Demi. There's two scenes where I was just like, oh, no. The one where he comes back and she whispers in his ear, do you want to go to the boom boom room? And he's like... No, I'm tired. <laughs> it's like, oh no, oh no. Oh Which God, I can understand where he's coming from. There, he shouldn't have said I'm tired. He should have said that's gonna look really bad if I come back from a date and I go sleep with somebody. Like that's just not yeah. a good look. That's what he should have said. But him saying like right. I gotta get some sleep. <laughs> it's like, dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't say that. I felt bad Don't for. Say that. I felt bad for her there, and then I felt really bad. For her, uh, because of what she was saying, um, because I just think it looked bad when she was just like, Mari's a mean girl and I'm nice and like she's fake and I'm not. And I was just like this. I just think this looks bad, you know? No, it does because I'm sorry, but Demi needs to take a look in the mirror when she's saying who's mean and who's not like. Mari's not the mean girl here. Demi's the mean girl. And saying stuff like Mari's boring and whatever and I'm fun and she's not like that's you're being a mean girl. And I don't know, like I that's why I don't really feel bad for her. And like it's hilarious. Like she's sitting there in hysterics being like, "But I'm so awesome and fun." No, you're acting fucking crazy. Okay? Like you're not awesome and fun. You're being a psycho girl right now. And guys don't like that. Like, "Hello, Mari's the one that's over here cool, calm and collected having adult conversations." It's like she just needs a reality check, I feel. Yeah, there's also like a little bit of projection, I feel like, with Demi. I think a lot of the things that maybe she's insecure about herself, she sees in other people, and then she tries to exploit, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I did feel bad for Demi because I think that she is helping drive the show so much this season that I want the best for her, and it just, it just isn't looking good, I suppose. But who knows? It's mm -hmm. not over yet. True. And we haven't even touched. I mean, that's so funny because we didn't even talk about the Kendall of it all. Well, I know because they haven't really showed anything. Yeah, she just aside comes... from the initial conversation. But like, I didn't see anything about Joe and Kendall or Serena. Yeah, I know. I because there's just so much going. There's just too much going on. I think the thing that like bugged me the most is that she. I don't know, bugs the right word. That like I think would have gotten me the most if I was Serena is that she came in there and she used a pet name. A pet oh, name is such a flex. Yeah. Like, like, can you? Also, that's your pet name? Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Hate that. What was it? It was, um. Butthead. Butthead. Like, hey, butthead. Is... Yeah. 
how, how can old you, are we? Can you imagine if you were dating someone and your ex came in and was and called your pet the pet named you like that? I would be like, oh god, please don't ever. So, oh my god, like and then I think Sarah would fucking murder somebody if that happened. You know? <laughs> Probably, yeah. You know? Yeah. I was just like, Kendall, fucking flex, girl. Like I, I loved it. I love the whole thing. But here's my question to you. Do you think that Kendall is still in love with Joe? Do you think that Joe is still in love with Kendall? Or do you think that no one's in love with anybody and they just want to come to paradise to date other people? I think that both of them absolutely still have feelings for each other. Do they love each other? Here is my very deep take on this. You guys are telling me that living in Los Angeles and Chicago and refusing to move is the reason you guys can't make it work. Are you fucking kidding me? Why do you say that? I'm sorry. What? Why do you say that? That's, I think that's a because... big deal. Because... It's not a big, Chicago's great. LA is great. Like if you love somebody, just fucking do like move. Like if two people love each other that much and one of them, it can't make the sacrifice and like they can't compromise together and like make it work. And it's in the same fucking country. Like, come on. It's a three and a half hour flight. Like it's not fly back and see your friends every other month. No biggie. Fly your parents out for the weekend. No biggie. Like it's not that deep. I just think the fact that neither one of them can like make a sacrifice or compromise for the other for a little bit. And there's just no movement at all. I'm saying this cause I'm, I was in the same situation, only a lot more dramatic, right? My, my guy was a half world away, not the three hour fucking flight. If two people love each other and they make that work and the fact that they aren't finding a way to make it work and that that's the reason they're broken up, I don't know if they love each other that much. Good call. As much as they think, as much as they thought. Not wrong. I like that take. There were a few things that I wish Joe had said. Maybe he did. It was it was cut or something. But I do wish that he had said, hey, listen, I moved to L.A. after the show. And, you know, albeit, yes, he was doing Dancing with the Stars and figuring out, like, maybe if he was going to be in the entertainment industry. But I wish he had been like, I moved there. You owed it to me to try it where I'm from, you know, like yeah, I think I think that's fair. Also, I'm sure you guys could make enough money. You can have an apartment in both places, but that's either for here. sure. That's neither here nor there. That's what I'm saying is there's to, to me like I hate when people make it so black and white. Yeah. You know, it's like if you really love somebody, people that are in love do some crazy shit. Yeah. Right. Like when you really love somebody, like you do things you never thought you would do. You make sacrifices you never thought you would make. So if you're not doing that and you're not at least having a conversation about how to make it work and finding some sort of compromise, then is the love really as, as great as you thought? I don't know. And I think that's what Joe was saying when she said, I said I would never move for a man. And then he said, well, I'm not just some man. And I thought that was a very, right. very good way of saying, like, if I truly am your, your, you know, yeah. person, then I'm not just some yeah. man. But that's how you see me as just some man. And ipso yeah. facto, that means that I'm not your person and this shouldn't work. And that's, I do think that he, because he kept on being like, but that's not what happened, Kendall. That's not what happened. And I do think that, like, she maybe has revisionist history about this whole thing. And he's like, that's not fair. I came yeah. back and I tried to fix this. And now yeah. you're here trying to fuck up my shit. That's not yeah. fair. I know. I kind of hope somebody else comes in that she that and then she goes on a date with somebody else and, like, moves on. Like, that's kind of what I hope. The thing that sucks here is it's a completely different story if it's the other way around. If Kendall's there day one and she has a connection with Thomas or whoever, and then Joe comes in and all of a sudden Joe looks like the guy that's trying to break up Kendall's happiness, you know? Right. Kendall, mm -hmm. Kendall's a victim of 
timing, unfortunately. So I think For people sure. need to keep that in perspective because I think that people are going to be mad at Kendall as yeah. this show I'm goes on. I'm not mad at her. And yeah. it's like all is fair in love and war, whatever. Like, I think... I think that was her shot and she was willing to come down there and take it. But if Joe's going to say, Hey, I'm in another relationship and I need you to respect that. then she's got to respect that. Yeah. Fair enough. Shoot your shot. But if it doesn't go in the fucking basket, then you gotta move on to the next play. Are you mad at Becca and Thomas? No, I'm not shocked one bit. Thomas moved on the minute he had another option. Like, I think we all expect that from Thomas, right? Like, at least he's been up. I mean, I guess in the very beginning, he wasn't upfront about being trash, but then he kind of owned being trash. And now it's like, at least we know Thomas is trash. <laughs> well, he's he's cons- he's consistent. <laughs> he's consistent. And I mean, poor Becca. I felt bad for Becca this entire time because they bring her in and she has like zero options, right? It's like... Aaron's sweet and all, but how much older is Becca than Aaron? Like that's not working. Yeah. And it, and like I I love Aaron, but I just that's that's not I I would have never put those two together, right? It's like he's sweet and I'm sure that they have fun together, but at the end of the day, it's that's not what she's looking for. And so it's like she's just been down here with no options. I mean, Thomas is the only other option, and honestly, I think it's a better fit than Aaron. Yeah. I had forgotten how dramatic the Chris of it all was. Like, I remember, like, that night happening and being like, all right, that guy left. And this week seems the most dramatic, hands down. Oh, yeah. This is not the week when doing the show thought, that was fucking crazy at all, at all. And so that's why I'm like, this season's really good because every week it's like, oh, shit, I forgot about all that. And it's just going to get crazier and crazier as it goes on. Yeah. What's great? What's crazy is that we're this far in and we haven't gotten to the third rose ceremony yet. No, I know. It's insane. We have so many row of rose ceremonies. I'm like sitting there being like, how, how are, are they going to fit them all how in? How are we going to do this? We're not even halfway through the season. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> is that all of it? I think so. We've done yeah. almost 40 minutes 40 minutes. Of, yeah, exactly. You got any fave things, bro? Bro, I got a least fave thing. Give it to me. White Lotus. Oh, yeah? Was the dumbest show I've ever seen. Oh, really? I thought you loved it. I was, I, I love, no, never loved it. I was sticking with it because it's an HBO series. It's a great cast. And I was like, all right, it's weird. But like, surely this is going to be worth it in the end. Not worth it one bit. Hated it. I like. I was like, surely in the last episode or two, they're going to like make some sort of story arc here. There's going to be some payoff for sticking out through six hour-long episodes of this weird-ass show. Nope. It ends so weird. There's no plot. There's no story arc. There's no conflict, really. There's no nothing except a bunch of freaking weirdos having weird experiences at this hotel. And, like, it just fell flat. I just – I didn't like it at all. My mom didn't like it at all. We were talking about it earlier today. And I just don't understand how all these awesome actors signed up for this, like, mediocre show. Wow. I, I wish you would have watched it because I'm curious to see like if you saw something in and I didn't, but I just thought it was a waste of my time. Interesting. I know. You know, we want to know where I'm at with Sex in the City? Yes. I'm, I'm so deep in. Oh, my God. I don't know what season I'm on. Five, six, something crazy. Carrie's living in Paris with this old guy. Who, like, we know she doesn't really like, yeah. right? She just, like, likes that he, like, has this, like, luxurious lifestyle and she feels like she's running out of time to find a man. So she's, like, with this weird art dude in Paris and Big comes to the rescue. There he is. That's where we're at. And okay. so she's back in New York. 
I don't know what's going to happen with her in Big. He says she's the one. I really want to believe him, but I just can't. Yeah. Can't. You can't believe in Big. You can't because men are trash. Yes. We've, we've learned that this week, haven't we? I think I'd like it to have a coffee mug that says that. Yeah. That's a good. Well, we should do that. Yeah. Hashtag your favorite thing. Men are trash. Men are garbage. Goodbye. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix, Turning Point 9-11 and the War on Terror? Nope. Someone just told me about it, though. Is it awesome? Oh, I don't know how to even perceive it. If it, It's not. It's, it's, it is very well done. And it gives you a lot of perspective about what the fuck is happening in Afghanistan and all this stuff, Ooh. you know? Like, it does give you, so, like, a good history lesson. Sarah and I watched it, and it really hits home for her because she lived in New York during it. And obviously, this is like almost oh, yeah. very traumatic for her. But everyone remembers like where they were when all this, when the two towers went down and everything. The story of how it happened and then like what happened afterwards and how our government justified a lot of things and the war machine economy that is created on this thing. Like the amount of money that we spent in this war in the Middle East. And it was just, it just is very hard to watch. But I think it's like, as an American, everyone should watch it and learn about it and then maybe do their own research because I'm sure it's a little bit biased. It's tough to watch. Okay. Turning point, 9-11 and the war on terror. Okay, we got to talk challenge. Oh, gosh. Uh, still, I need you to start watching the challenge. Just get into it, please. I need you to be involved. I don't know. I just want to continue my my reign of dislike towards Fessy. I think he is the worst player in challenge history. He's so dumb. I don't understand what he's thinking. Ah, okay. So here's what happened. The rookies are all still so stupid because the rookies can't figure out how to band together and not get fucking put against each other. And guess what? The one black, the one black guy, the one gay black guy who's a rookie gets thrown in for the fourth time or some ridiculous thing. Guy fucking lives in the elimination pit. It's unacceptable. And they're doing good every time, but still they're getting thrown in there because they're two rookies. And his partner is the freaking survivor girl who's got this sweet little relationship with the French guy. And you don't want her to go because she's a badass, dude. She got fucking smoked in the face, was bleeding, didn't even matter. She kept on going. So they go back in again, and then Fessy comes in there, and he says to Amber B, I'm glad that our relationship has mended, and we're going to continue with the Big Brother Alliance. And Josh is like, don't you dare put Amber B in. And he's like, I'm not going to, or whatever. And then fucking Fessy makes a deal with the guy that's going in the pit to throw in the Irish guy who's gay, so you got the two gay guys having to fight it out, which is like, whatever. I would probably throw that guy in too because he does seem like a weak link. Stay tuned, not true. And then fucking Fessy comes in and puts Amber B in and Josh is like, don't you do it, don't you fucking do it. And everyone goes absolutely ballistic. Fessy, you are so stupid. You just blew up the alliance you had with Big Brother and then you also blew up the alliance that the vets have because now no one trusts anybody. You are the worst person at this game, and I hope you lose. CT for the win. That's all I got. You got to watch the challenge. Do I? I mean, you should. I don't know.
Oh, I started watching a show on a channel called Epics. Dude, I don't even know what channel this is, but. What? It's called Epics. It's called Chapelweight or Chapelweight. Here's the tag. It's got Adrian Brody as the lead. Oh. He's like ugly hot, I feel like, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah. In the 1850s, Captain Charles Boone relocates his family to his ancestral home in the small, sleepy town of Preacher's Corners. Charles will soon have to confront the secrets of his family's history and fight to end the darkness. Chapel White or Chapel Wait. Not sure. Adrian Brody's in it. Emily Hampshire, who played Stevie on Schitt's Creek, she's in it. It's an adaptation of Stephen King's short story. It takes mm. place in the town that Salem's Lot takes place in, which is one of his most famous and earliest novels. And it's kind of like a prequel to like what happens at Salem's Lot. Anyways, it's got a little bit of The Haunting at Hill House Ooh. vibe to it, but it's more Stephen Kingy. I'm only a couple episodes in, but uh, I kind of dig. It's on Epics. So yeah, check it out if you want like a spooky one. All right, that sounds good. Now that Halloween's right around the corner, yep. all the good spooky TV and movies are going to come out. Yeah, got to. Have you thought about what you're going to be for Halloween? No, and I got to figure it out too because, you know. Do you know what you're going to do for Halloween? No, I don't know what I'm going to do. Hmm. What are you going to do? I'm pretty sure I'm playing a show. So as soon as I have those details, I will pass them out. Okay. Very excited about that. Could that be in Nashville? No. Oh. It is not. Why are you going to be in Nashville on Halloween? No, because you always throw a big uh, Halloween party. I know. I know. And I've had a lot of people reach out about that, and they're not thrilled that I'm not doing it this year. Yeah. But, you know, I got to make that Monday Halloween right around the corner. Do you know what you're going to be? I think I do, but I'm not going to tell. I'm going to wait for the big reveal. Wait, tell me and I'll bleep it out. Me and two of my girlfriends are going to be from That's good. It's pretty good. That's pretty good. good. Yeah. The outfit's like cute, but like kind of slutty because it's Halloween. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. Raising the bar there. Like you, you got work to do. I, I mean, I assume you and Sarah are going to do another couple's outfit. Got to, but we're just running out of fucking got to. cool things to do. Like, what happened this year? What was the big thing? Like, like Tiger King was the thing last year. Yeah, it was. I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know either. What if we went as Chris and Alana? <laughs> I literally... Oh, that's like the biggest scandal I know about. Yeah. I do have some Muzaks, though. Ooh, did you listen to the new Drake album? No. And I saw a lot of people were upset that I didn't... Lover Loverboy. Is it good? It's all right. I've listened to it a few times through. It's not like views or anything, but I don't know. I saw people giving me crap because I didn't know that his nickname was Drizzy. <laughs> yeah, you're the only person on the planet that didn't know that. Okay, let's just put, I mean, this should not be a, a shock to everyone. Not the biggest hip hop guy. <laughs> you know, I'm just not. Oh, I know. And that's okay. That's fine. Here are the formats that I had to work in radio. So I had to focus all my attention on learning this type of music. I had to do AAA, which is basically indie or Americana. I had to do yeah. classic rock, which was a lot of shit I had to learn because I'm not old enough. And I had to do pop. Uh. Okay, well, you know, <laughs> you don't have to be rude about it. 
And then I had to do pop. And that was something that I really had to learn because, fuck, there's a lot of terrible pop music out there. Yeah, there No is. offense, your sister's amazing, but it was just like, uh. So I just couldn't, I just didn't learn it. I mean, if you want to go fucking old school, you know, the chronic, you know, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. You know, Eminem, Tupac, Master P. But we can talk. Anyway, so I do you, do you not have any music? I do. I have one. It's uh, Anderson Pack put out a new song called Fire in the Sky that I'm digging. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. You'll find love with me somehow. Yes, somehow. I'm calling it now. We was moving kind of fast, but the feeling was right. We should cruise up to Nevada and get married tonight. Life is simple, long as you were my life. Watching fireworks in the sky In the summers we spent the nights Making love in the park We was buzzing off cherry wine Looking up at the stars I like that Such a vibe Yeah Because uh, you see that being on a commercial Of some sort Oh totally uh, That's all I got That's all I got Unless you want me to play some Drake songs But I don't think he needs our promotion Drizzy? Do you mean drizzle? The drizz? No, no. Not drizzle. Not drizzle. Just drizzy. Never drizzle. Who is someone else drizzle? Probably. If there's not, I want that to be my rap name, drizzle. You want that to be yours? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the name of like an ice cream shop that I open. I don't know. Either way. That Pete. would be a good one. That would be. I got a couple for you. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats have mm -hmm. a new single out called Survivor that I'm really vibing on. Check it out. That guy's cool. It's a vibe. Really like that one. And then, oh, this Rag and Bone Man with Nothing But Thieves doing Alone. So I guess this is a Nothing But Thieves remix. Okay. I like both of those bands. Supposedly. All your sisters and your brothers are half significant others of their own. Must be a thousand times she told you that your body is getting older, don't you know? But don't let me.
pretty good. I like that. Nothing but thieves with Rag and Bone Man alone. What would you rather have, Fruit Bats or Sturgill Simpson with Willie Nelson? Always Willie Nelson, if that's an option. With Sturge? Yeah. Uh, this is Juanita. This is the most Willie Nelson-y sounding song, but it's really Sturgill Simpson doing a lot of the vocals. Uh, God, you know, he's got that Alan Jackson vibe he's got to love. So hold on, Juanita. I'll find you way in. You are the ocean. I am a grain of sand. In waves of emotion, a violent and craven man. But the day that I found you, come washed over the storm. Sun came up, the soft blue eyes, and the moon in arms so warm. Juanita. Where'd your mama get that name? There's no senorita. Juanita. Sturgill Simpson. <laughs> That's all I got, really, dude. Yeah? Yeah. We good? We out? I think so. All right. Well, you got any uh, big things going on this uh, this week into the weekend, or what's happening? Uh, were you not listening? I'm playing in Austin, Texas this weekend. That's right. I wasn't listening. <laughs> Sorry. Well, good luck. Have With fun. With DJ Blake. DJ Blake. Come to the what to do's. Make sure to dip your waitresses. Um, keep Austin weird, bro. I love Austin. I'm excited, although it is 100 degrees there, which I'm yeah. not excited about. Yeah. Get some good barbecue. That's all actually really, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right, YFTers, we love ya. Love y'all. See y'all later. Come a come a come a come a come a chameleon. Dude, you gotta play it for me. Nope. Come on. Nope. Dude, it would kill at your show. Just saying. Yes, it would. No. It would. Yes, it would. Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.